The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss CPI data, Jamie Dimon, and an earnings preview. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. The Consumer Price Index rose 6.5% annually through last month, which was in line with expectations. It was the third straight month that the CPI came in lower and brings some relief for consumers as well as hope that the economy could avoid a dreaded recession this year. Markets ended the week higher after the fresh inflation data. The annual inflation rate was the slowest since October 2021, and the pullback was due to cheaper fuel and airfares. Prices for used cars and trucks also fell 2.5%, recording their sixth straight monthly decline. In another sign of cooling inflation, food price growth slowed, excluding eggs. The labor market, though, remains tight, with the unemployment rate back at a five-decade low of 3.5% in December and 1.7 jobs for every unemployed person. Labor costs account for about two-thirds of the CPI number, and Fed officials will want evidence of lower price pressures before pausing their rate hikes. Despite high-profile layoffs in technology as well as job cuts in interest rate-sensitive sectors like finance and housing, the job market remains strong. The main takeaway from December's CPI is that inflation is moderating meaningfully. The key questions now are when inflation will return to normal after a year and a half of unusually rapid increases, and what actions policymakers still need to take to get us to price stability. The Fed aims for a long-term inflation of 2%, and the concern is that it will take some time before inflation returns to that level. Several factors should help to slow price increases this year. A pullback in goods price inflation is expected to help cool overall inflation as supply chains heal this year. Private data suggests that climbing rental costs are expected to reverse by mid-year, and rents for newly leased apartments have begun to climb much more slowly, which will all feed into the government's official inflation measures over time. The Fed meets again January 31st and February 1st, and will likely raise interest rates again, with a quarter of a percentage point increase expected in that meeting. 
Jamie Dimon said the Federal Reserve's rate hikes might need to go beyond what is currently expected, but he is in favor of a pause to see the full impact of last year's increases. The J.P. Morgan Chase chief executive thinks there's a 50% chance current expectations are correct in assuming the Fed will boost its benchmark rate to a terminal rate of about 5% and a 50% chance that the central bank will have to go to 6%. Quote, I'm on the side that it may not be enough. We were a little slow to get going. End quote. The Fed's target benchmark rate is currently 4.25% to 4.5%. On the economy, Diamond reiterated comments he made throughout much of last year, saying that while the consumer is still strong, risks remain. He cited the impact of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the slowing U.S. economy. As the pivotal fourth quarter earnings season kicks off today, there appears to be a battle being waged on Wall Street. On one side, there are those who believe the outlook has already been lowered enough that results will be better than expected and lead to stock gains. While on the other side are those believing that lackluster results and continued downbeat forward guidance will trigger further declines in equities. Some think this scenario may explain why the fourth quarter earnings season could become a market-moving event. The S&P 500 has rallied more than 11% over the past three months, but will the enthusiasm continue? Here are some factors to consider and trends to watch for in earnings reports that might show where the market is headed in the short term. Earnings estimates are usually lowered during the fourth quarter, but fourth quarter 2022 estimates were lowered more than the historical average due to growing concerns that a recession was coming. A number of Wall Street strategists believe estimates have been lowered enough that most S&P 500 companies will beat expectations. Over the past five years, 77% of S&P 500 companies have beaten estimates by an average of 8.7%. But will enough companies beat estimates and by enough margin to keep the rally in stocks going? As analysts cut their estimates for last quarter, some believe that this suggests a potential recession is already baked into earnings expectations. However, nobody can predict how weak earnings might become in a recession. While every recession is different in terms of cause, length, and severity, a 10% decline in corporate earnings is average during an economic recession. Watch this space to hear how the big banks ended 2022 and what guidance they give for the new year. The WIP will be following the banks and the rest of the company's reporting earnings over the coming weeks. Join us next week 
when we discuss how those banks performed in earnings and the guidance they'll give for the year ahead. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week. Thank <laughs> you.